Welcome to Go Together. I'm Oliver Rudin, and this week I talked with some of my good friends about the issue that has the greatest impact on our lives right now, COVID. And we had so much to say. I've been planning for what I want to talk about on this podcast. I've kind of subconsciously been avoiding the pandemic because it's hard to think about lately. And honestly, I am so sick of it. I mean, in the past couple of weeks, I've seen myself watch less and less news and scroll past articles about COVID because I just kind of want to forget it's happening. And as much as burnout is a real thing and we need to be taking care of our mental health, we can't block this out because forgetting is a luxury and it's also pretty dangerous in this case. So for my first episode, I brought in two of my good friends, Sydney and Brie who don't have that luxury because they're living with a mom who is an essential worker and immunocompromised. Hi guys, how are you doing? Good, how are good. you? Good, I'm good. How has the pandemic been for you guys? Um, it's, it's given me a lot of free time, definitely. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Has, has your family like begun closer? Has it been harder? Like what's, how's been the family situation? Um, honestly, I think it's, it's allowed us to spend more time together. My dad works from home. So when we're with him, he's home a lot more. And with both parents, we do um, like family dinners a lot more often, like before, we would usually just kind of do our own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Um, And with my brother home from college, it's just let us all kind of spend a lot of time together since we've all been home. That's good to hear. I'm glad you guys are connecting through this time, which is kind of hard and full of isolation. So it's good to hear (laughs) that you're connecting with people. But I really wanted to talk to you guys about your mom, who is an essential worker, and how that's been, you know, for your family and what that feels like. So when you are with your mom and she, like, is leaving for work in the morning or you know, you're having those moments where you're talking about her job and how that must be really scary. Like, can you talk a little bit about, you know, how that's been? Um, I think for her, like leaving for work in the morning, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm usually asleep, so it's not like, (laughs) like for like, it's, it's been her job for a while and she was working obviously the same job before the pandemic. So it's still kind of just like, I don't really, give it a second thought in that sense but um I do um worry about her I just think about her and and her safety a lot because not only is she an essential worker but she's also immunocompromised so it's it's a little bit more dangerous and she was not seeing patients for a while to kind of protect herself from that but she's recently started seeing patients again which is really cool because that's what she loves to do and it's made um, the job a lot easier to be able to talk to them in person and I can tell that brings her a lot of joy but it's also you know a little bit scary because every day is a risk so yeah and I remember kind of at the beginning of this um, she was indirectly exposed to a patient and it was just kind of like the realness of that's kind of when it felt real for me was I realized like how easy it is for her to be exposed especially in a hospital but I am glad that she's able to see people again, like Sydney said, because that's what yeah. she has to do. Yeah. I mean, you guys are really experiencing this in a way that I think a lot of us are lucky and uh, lucky enough to not have to, you know, like there's a 
degree of realness for you guys that we aren't really getting because both of my parents are working from home. And I think a lot of people can say that. So for people who, you know, are, don't have that realness in their life and are maybe, you know, try like kind of avoiding the topic of the pandemic, you know, like <laughs> not like not taking it super seriously. Like they don't have that in their life reminding them every day. Like, what would you say to them? Um, I think if I didn't have this in my life, I think it's, it, I don't think I would be in the same position necessarily. And, but I think that it would definitely be harder because it's not something that I'm like remembering every day of like, mm-hmm. like, you know, like I have to do this to protect, like, it's, it's just about more than just you. It's about thinking about like the community, about getting back into school, about, you know, grandparents. It's just kind of thinking about the bigger picture. And that's something that a lot of kids just don't like may not have the ability to do or just that's not at the front of their mind because, you know, like it's high school. People want to hang out with their friends. And, you know, until pretty recently, it's been seeming like it's not really affecting our community that much. It's like, oh, I haven't like none of my friends have gotten exposed, although um, that has changed a bit recently because now it's kind of in our age group. So, but even then, you know, I, I hear people being exposed and even then I don't really see a change with people hanging out. Like people are still doing it. And it's frustrating because even when you begin to see it direct you and your friends directly, it, it still doesn't seem to be taking effect. Like people are still thinking about oh, I just want to hang out. And I get that because it's high school and this is like a time to make memories. But it's it's kind of just taking a breath and stepping back and realizing that it's not just about you. And it's not always going to be like this unless you keep going out. And and it's not even just about like, like you're going out and hanging out with a friend and then it's like, oh, but I didn't get the virus like and you know I'm not perfect too like I've I've hung out with some people like I'm not saying that I haven't messed up or that absolutely you know absolutely but it's kind of just representing the idea of of not respecting what needs to be done when you go out and you hang out with like a big group yeah it's like representing the idea of what is causing this pandemic to become worse and worse and it's representing what is causing people to get sick and what is causing people to die and I feel like it's so far it's become so far from our like people don't empathize with it at all because it's just turned into a a number and people don't see it as like people are dying people just see like oh the rate is going up and so they're not really able to emotionally connect with it because yeah. people are just numbers now and that's really sad to think about because yeah. the number is so high for sure for sure Bree, do you have anything to add <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, no it's all good just what sydney said it's a lot yeah just people needing to think about the bigger picture and the the scary thing about this virus is how quickly it spreads and how easy mm-hmm. it is to spread it, even if you don't have symptoms or if you're not going to die from it, you know. But you don't realize how easy it is to spread that to other people who it does affect. 
that's the thing is some people can be like asymptomatic or some people will mm-hmm. like maybe they'll be exposed to someone and then they test for the virus and they're like oh i'm negative but you could be positive the next day but that next day you're going out and hanging out with you know your five friends again yeah and that's but, what's frustrating totally. about it is if people get the result back and it's negative they think they're completely in the clear but it's that's not how it works because you never know totally and i mean on that note too like I think it's so important to, like, when we're thinking of cases, like, we're kind of thinking, like, oh, we don't want to, like, affect our community. Like, we just had an article on the Snow Valley record that was, like, talking about the cases that have popped up recently. And it was kind of surprising. Like, there were Mm -hmm. more than I thought. It was, like, 14 in the past 15 days or something. Yeah. And, like, the majority of the cases were... Or there was a larger percentage in, like, people our age, too. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, like, like, it's in our community and it's affecting us but it's also like when you are taking those risks of like you know not wearing your mask or like hanging out with more people or things Mm -hmm. like that like it's not just those people but it's also like the essential workers like your mom who Mm -hmm. could be you know it's the people working at hospitals it's the people at the grocery store like these people who don't have a choice if they can like come in contact with people and like we have to be thinking and be mindful of like their experience as well. Mm-hmm. And I think about it too, cause I, I work at the North Bend outlet and it's annoying to me when someone comes in and their mask is like below their nose or, and I'm like, you're not only like, you're just thinking about yourself and there's like other people in here as well as me. And all these people mm-hmm. are from like Yakima. <laughs> <laughs> just put the mask up. But then yeah. it's, I think I'm I'm really grateful to have my mom as an essential worker in this time because I feel like she's the one that brings me back to the reality of it and she's mm-hmm. the one that that grounds me and I think I I probably would be less careful if she wasn't or if she was just working from home because I don't have that reminder because I'm not fully mature yet it's just the reality of it and mm-hmm. you know that's that's what's happening with all the kids in our age group too or most of them, and it's just hard if they don't have that constant reminder and it just slips so easily from their mind, or it's just so hard to care about because it's not a direct effect. Yeah. And it's just about thinking beyond yourself. Totally. Totally. Um, I'm going to do a quick little transition, take this to the next level here. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, like, I think in generally in politics and government, like, living in this community that's like upper class white like we have great education like I don't always feel the like impact of government you know and I think for the first time maybe the first time in my life like I've maybe felt it other times but this is definitely the most significant time in my life when like it feels like the news has like come off the screen and is like sitting in my living room with me you know Mm -hmm. like this is like the real real you know and like you guys are feeling that too and I'm wondering like as you're like Sydney you're about to be able to vote Brie not yet but (laughs) (laughs) but as like you know a young voter when you're looking at politicians or people that you might support in the future do you think that this will be something that you think about like either how they're reacting now and like what they can do now or like in the future like looking back like that person you know didn't 
believe the medical officials and that person like said that you don't need to wear a mask or things like that like do you think that will have an impact on who you vote for yes definitely I think it's it's gonna be a lot about progression um because you know this isn't going to last forever but what what we're doing right now isn't making it any better obviously and we can see that in how um, our country is being run right now and it's really frustrating to to see that those medical officials and those um, organizations aren't being listened to even though it's you know like it's it's scientific facts yeah and it's it's definitely gonna affect. I just voted for the first time, and it was really cool to be able to do that. And I'm yeah. looking forward to voting for the November election too. And it's especially because we're going through it right now, and this is happening right as I'm being able to vote. It's it's gonna be very um, prominent in my mind as a a factor in who I will vote for in the future and how they plan on progressing towards. Um, just I mean even when this is over just how to I don't know how to keep us safe and like what we learned from this and not to go backwards but to move forward absolutely absolutely Brie do you have anything to add um yeah just I mean I can't vote yet but when I can it's definitely going to be a big factor too um because just kind of what Sydney said like we don't want to be moving backwards you know we want to be able to learn from this and I think there's a lot of, I mean, I'm just kind of starting to dip my foot in like the pool politics, but um, yeah, I think it's, I've seen so many people that just aren't learning from this and it's been going on for a little while now and like, it's not going to last forever, but they just haven't learned really from um, like their mistakes and they're just like, again, like, oh, it's not affecting me. So like, why should I do this? Or like, it's an infringement on my rights, but like. Mm-hmm. it's just thinking about the bigger picture and I think that also just shows a lot of how someone can lead and if yeah. they're really thinking about the country as a whole versus just them or their little circle mm-hmm. so, yeah absolutely absolutely and I think you know another thing with this too is like like maybe there won't be another pandemic maybe there will but like this issue and how they responded to it like speaks to if they if this politician like believes in science you know like we have a climate crisis going on mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like if this person cares about like people having access to health care like that's another issue that's kind of been revealed in all of this is like how we're treating our healthcare workers and if people have access to that like it ties into so many things and like it's going to be relevant for a long time mm-hmm. and On that note, I really want to use this podcast to just like amplify young voices and have conversations about things that people care about. So I'm just going to ask like generally, like beyond this, what issues do you think matter the most to you? Like, or you see like a significant impact on your life? Um, So, well, there are many issues that I care about. If you follow me on Instagram, you have probably Mm -hmm. seen that by now, Um, but um, a couple things that have been really important to me lately that I've been focusing on a lot. Um, one is um, just like fast fashion and how much um, waste it produces and how much water it uses and mm-hmm. um, just kind of 
what some of the companies promote and it's not um, a lot of good stuff. And I've started, I had a clothes selling account on Instagram and then I moved over to an app called Depop and I've been um, selling a lot of my clothes and I think it's a really great way to have it find a second home um, Mm -hmm. for someone who, you know, is really going to love it. And I've, I've learned that you can find so many great things, whether it's like thrifting or just um, secondhand clothing online. Like Mm -hmm. I just got a North Face jacket. It's like brand new for $18 on Poshmark. And it's, it's made me realize that I don't want to spend the money that I need to, to get this brand new jacket that, you know, I mean, obviously I want to get a good quality jacket and that's why you read reviews and you, you know, you have to be careful, but Mm -hmm it's made me realize that there's just so many companies that are producing so much clothing and it's just going nowhere. Then it's being put to waste and it's being thrown away. And that's why I think some of these buying and selling apps are really great because it's a way to still get clothes that you love um, and still kind of have a whole experience with it too. And not buy straight from the company. Yeah. Because yeah. it kind of has a monopoly too, all those big companies. And also just finding those small businesses too, or more eco-friendly businesses. Um, and those can be harder to find because obviously they're smaller and they're not as widely promoted, but they're out there. And mm-hmm. it's worth it to take the, the time to look for them and to find out what they support. Um, mm-hmm. And it feels good. So that's yeah. something I've been focusing on a lot. For yeah. sure. It's great to hear that you're, I think something that I'm always looking to learn more about is like ways that I can make like the environment, like something that I'm intentionally doing good things for in my daily life. Like growing Mm -hmm. up, it was like, turn off the lights and take shorter showers. Mm -hmm. And like, it's great to know that like, like you and like other people are like looking for ways outside of the box that you can be like helping the environment. And so I think that's great. Yeah. Um, one issue that I've been thinking about a lot lately, I mean, like Sydney said, there are a lot that I've been thinking mm-hmm. about, but, um, is just like mental health. And I think a lot because of the pandemic, um, mental health has become like mental illness and mental health has become a lot more real for people. And, like, just kind of being home all the time and not having all those distractions of school and extracurriculars. And it's been really, really hard for some people. And that's kind of another factor of why this could be harder for other some people than others and why they might need to see their friends and have that social interaction. And I, yeah, I think that's just become a lot more real for me and enough for a lot of other people, too. And I think that our school has taken some good, some really good steps towards trying to help with that mental Mm -hmm. health. And we have like a mental health counselor, you know, just for that. And, um, but I still think there's so much like more that we can be doing to help kids through that and Mm -hmm. just to help teens like deal with that. And it's especially during, you know, these times where you can't necessarily go to a counselor in person. And I mean, schoolwork has such a big toll too on people's mental health and teachers just don't realize that. And Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I didn't even realize how much it was taking a toll on me uh, mm-hmm. mentally and emotionally. 
um, the pandemic until I was able to kind of get back out and see some people and just work. I think that's honestly a lot of the reason why I have a job and why I'm working is because I'm just out doing something and I'm, you know, around other people. And I didn't even realize how much better things started to feel for me mentally until I was able to, until I wasn't just in my house all the time every day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I get that that's probably why a lot of people are hanging out with their friends, especially with our generation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I mean, depression rates are as high as they've ever been and mm-hmm. they're continuing to rise. And so I get that it's really hard to sit alone with your thoughts and your feelings and we're social beings. We're meant to be around other people. And this pandemic is, you know, it's, it's messing with us and it's making it really hard because it's the things that it's telling us to do are going against our natural instincts to just be around other people. Mm-hmm. So I understand, you know, it's not like it's easy for me to just like stay home or, you know, to limit who I'm hanging out with um, because I feel it and I definitely have those extroverted qualities. Mm-hmm. So I get that definitely. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of along the topic of mental health, I think one issue that I really care about too is raising the awareness of um, men's mental health specifically mm-hmm. because of all of these stigmas and these, you know, like the stereotypical what it means to be a man. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of things that need to be um, dug into to, to rip apart those stereotypes and to unlearn them because it it really is hard for someone to grow up and have to feel like they need to, you know, push down those feelings, especially going through a time like this in a pandemic when you feel like you need to be a man in quotation marks. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you're feeling all of these things and you feel like you can't talk to anyone about them. Yeah, for sure. Like this is not just like an isolated time, but it's like a scary time too, you know, like you're worried about your community and you're worried about your family and it's just it's a lot to take and it's a lot it's even more to take by yourself Mm -hmm. you know I think it's all about like finding that balance and like being safe but also connecting with people because it's I found like it's easy for me to just like shut myself off like in quarantine and just like not look at my phone or whatever but I feel it you know, like mm-hmm, I'm like, mm-hmm. I miss, I miss people. I miss talking to people. That's part of the reason why I started this podcast because I was like missing connection with people and missing talking to people. Um, and I think that that's something that it's kind of the nuance to this of like, we have to be safe. Like we have to, but we also need to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves in this mm-hmm. time. It's just about finding the balance, which is hard. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much. This has been such an insightful conversation. I have learned so much from you. You've given me so much perspective. Um, I really appreciate you guys coming on here. Um, I will talk to you soon. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Thanks, Sydney and Bree, for coming on here this week. And I know that I am not alone in wishing you and your family the best through this time. Also, I want to end this podcast saying, this is really hard. If you are struggling right now, you are not alone. 
This pandemic has upended our lives, and it's perfectly normal to feel however you are feeling about that. The best thing that you can do right now is be kind to others and to yourself. Always, always have the best interests of your community in mind, but don't let that take you away from taking care of yourself. It's all about finding balance. That's all for now. Thanks for listening.